0: Let's get ready to grumble! Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for the Royal Grumble. I'm your host, Daryl,
1: and sitting across from me is Dan. Hi, are you ready? We teased it on Wednesday's show. We did. Uh, Graves not ear listeners. It's a two pound coin, so you're only getting one clink, sadly. But I do owe two quid to the swear jar. There
0: I can confirm go. that he has paid in. He's paid his debts. There we go. Yeah, you,
1: that's that settled.
0: If it feel a bit bad, don't you? I can sen- sense it. in you. you've lost. It, it,
1: it's more the fact that I now only have sixty p in my wallet <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't get draw any cash out this week. Unlucky. Yeah, and I had to... I miss, my alarm didn't go off on Wednesday morning. We're not recording this on Wednesday. We're definitely recording this Sunday as you're listening to it. Um, but I was I had a meeting over at the Halmshire that I was supposed to go to work first. kind of... At the other side of town. Right. A different, <laughs> different, site, different site in Sheffield. And I didn't set my alarm. So I woke up and was like, oh dear, like, oh dear. And had to get the tram instead. Are you not rhythm. paranoid about me Me, I... I... Before I go to sleep, I must check so, my phone several times to make sure I've set an alarm. So I wake up in the middle of the night in a sweat thinking, oh, no, I didn't set an alarm. I do it my first day of the week because I have my alarm set to go off week every weekday at a certain time. Except this week, I have... So I'll, I'll quickly show you just to give the example. So the one that is active is my work alarm. Okay. That's the one that goes off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, that one is, was not active this morning. I turned the other one on, which for some reason at the moment is set to the same time. Okay. So I clicked the wrong one on. So it went off Monday, uh, went off Tuesday. Fair enough. Wednesday did not go off, and I got woke up, being very annoyed that the uh, that my next door neighbours were doing renovation work before six o'clock in the morning. I thought that was a bit unreasonable until I realised it wasn't before six o'clock in the morning. It was nearly seven o'clock, which is still slightly unreasonable, but not as unreasonable as doing it at five fifty. If anything, their renovations woke you up, so that's like an alarm. Yeah, and it's I'd not... have gone round and thanked him. You said that, but you know who my neighbors aren't te- like. Well, there's people at the top of it, but my neighbors is also the football club I support. <laughs> so I have sent them emails complaining before, though. So and they did apologise last time, but they're doing it again this summer. Were you looking for free tickets? No, I just wanted oh. to have a moan. Oh. You know how that is. Yeah. So what what we do this week? So this week, we are going to offer suggestions to the WB of how they fix their declining declining ratings. Like you said, we might have done something similar before. Oh, I know we have. <laughs> what we did before was, uh, it was Danny Glover, friend of the show Danny Glover, asked us for um, three ways we would improve WWE programming. He's not tweeted us for a while, has he? No, but I do enjoy his jokes, so I'll let him off.
0: Yeah, but I feel like he should give us another topic and we, that's another it's a week we don't have to think of anything.
1: <laughs> but I do enjoy Danny's jokes still.
0: Feel free to tweet us at Royal Rogue, Rumble Rogue Pod
1: with suggestions for shows. We'll, yeah. we'll we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, we, If you we'll, want, we'll give you a shout out. And the way our schedule's looking because of how spaced out shows are at the moment, we might do one soon. <laughs> I mean, we have got coming up next weekend, uh the book club which we've hinted at. Uh, are you guys doing that? Are, are you still insisting you're not going to read it? All I'm I saying started is, reading it. there's it's... a film version. Why are we not just watching the film? There isn't a film version. See no evil? It's not. It's not no evil. What is it? No, is no evil he's not playing Cain in it. So, we didn't... Rev- we, I don't think we've officially revealed what the book is, have we? Or did I, we? I don't
0: know. us do all doing it's now. It's
1: Journey into Darkness, the book about Cain. I have it right next to me here, a copy of it, donated by our good friend Paul, one one of our... Yeah, good so and
0: friends. yeah, so he 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 uh, he's a good one because what he did is he went. I want you to do this. Here's the book. Do it.
1: Yeah, because the book is quite a- expensive on Amazon. But if you well, se- if I you'd mean, end- no, it's
0: expensive if you just want it for this. It's twelve ninety nine. I don't think yeah. that's unreasonable.
1: And it's not too bad. But uh, if you want to know where you can get it, um, send us a DM and we can send you a few links on where to get it cheaper than twelve ninety nine on Amazon. There's a few places. Uh, yeah, I'm a few chapters in now. And uh, I'm looking forward to talking about it, because uh, even though there's the first few chapters, there's a lot to talk about. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, I could see why Paul Bearer, uh, Percy Pringle, um, what was his real name? William,
0: William Moody.
1: William Moody. I can see why he threw his copy in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> because it's Kane? <laughs> it's a fire? Oh, there's some stuff early on in the book where I'm like, yeah, this is good. It, it's it, It's not got to the point where it's not bad enough that I don't want to read it. It's the right type of bad. So, if if you want to join in with us as we talk about it next week, send us a DM and we'll we'll hook you up. Okay.
0: So, how do you want to do this? Do you want it like we each read one out?
1: Yeah, I think that's best way. Let's have a bit of order to it. Okay. But it's it's what Graham would have wanted. Okay. He's not he's not <laughs> dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was gonna say. I was going to say you, you've something. You've tried killing me off on this show. I, I was going to say something. I thought no, that's a bit harsh. But then I thought no, considering what I said about what you thought I was going to say about Kendo Nagasaki on Wednesday, <laughs> 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 nothing's going to top that. I, I was only going to say we haven't heard from him in the last hour or so, but he's he's busy, so it's yeah. fine. yeah, he's got he's got stuff on his plate. Right. Um, so you you go first, and I'll debate you uh,
0: slash okay. help you out. We'll make, so, we'll
1: we we'll, we'll, we'll have we have creative format here. It's like a brainstorm. So my first suggestion, a lot of people will say three hours is too long for a program. I've said it, everyone said it, but they're never going to drop it to two hours again, not without something major happening, like the ratings continue to decline. So what I instead suggest is they change up one of the hours of Raw to some different style of programming. Okay. This is something Raw used to do. Like it wasn't changed up much, but Raw used to be the first hour was Raw and the second hour was the War Zone. And it just meant, oh, this is where we can ramp up the programming a little bit. I thought that was so they could get two lots of ratings. Probably. Um, Nitro used to change things up halfway through the show. You'd have a different announce team for the first hour than the second. I just feel like three hours of the same program is a lot. I mean, there's not many three-hour films that keep you going. And, like, Three Angry Men... uh, Three Angry Men. Twelve Angry Men is a great movie. It's in, set in one, two locations, the main room and the bathroom adjoining it. It was originally a stage play. If that was three hours long, people wouldn't talk as well about it. Like, you're in the same location, you've got the same setting and stuff. You need to change something up about the show, whether it's just changing the lighting or having a slightly different theme for one of the hours of the show. They could very easily, considering it's on at 10pm at night, the last hour, the first two hours could be raw and the last hour could be something that is still kind of raw, but this is the hour when... It could be, like, raw after dark, and it all goes a bit darker, they have neon lights, and it, it it's, like, film noir. Yeah, and that's where you get a bit... You get more serious in that third hour, so... And everyone's like, they're in Mafia. Your first two hours, keep it as you're going now. Like, just keep doing your silly stuff and all your pointless balls. I'm trying really hard not to swear. Because uh, you've only got sixty p. Yeah, I've only got sixty p. And that's not enough for another swear. I don't. I don't know what swear words you could get away with. That's just, that's just sixty p. But yeah, it's it's hard to tell in it. Um. So if they did that way, so you've got your two hours normal raw, but then at ten p.m., it's still raw. But you know, this is when the serious stuff's kicking in. So people might like they'll watch first hour, and then second hour is getting a bit long, and it's like okay. But then you know, it third hour. We're getting serious and we're going to start having like more adult or like, I don't mean adult orientated as in, it's going to be people like, you know, umping and that. And Oh,
0: uh, well that was my suggestion, yeah, gone.
1: It's not going to be Hollyoaks after dark, but, <laughs> um, you know, things just get a bit more like... It becomes more of an... Oh, like I don't want to say Attitude Era, because I hate that people... Yeah, but that's the what you're saying, era. though. That's what you're saying. I, I've lo- I've used a lot of comparisons to it, and I want to be very clear that I don't agree with. we should go back to anything from the Attitude Era. Go back and watch Attitude Era stuff. Apart from Austin, a lot of it was terrible. That's why I campaigned very hard this year not to do Rewind 99. Like, I did not want to do it. <laughs> not WBF 99, anyway. Um, I didn't want to do Attitude Era, because... It's overdone, and people fantasize like. We've, not, we've not overdone it, though. No, we've not, because like half the time is the reason that I don't want to do Attitude Era stuff.
0: Yeah, so last week, I picked to do a New Generation thing, and all I had were Graham whinging about it. It was yeah, New Gre- Generation.
1: Yeah, Graham didn't like New Generation as much as I don't like Attitude Era I love the New Generation. Yeah, I'm... It's my favourite. My favourite. One of my favourite WF matches happened in New Generation, like smack in the middle of New Generation. Bret Hart versus Diesel, Survivor Series 95. That will not happening in Attitude Is era. that the
0: one where Undertaker said... Mf, it's not about you.
1: No, that was uh, t- uh, in your house seven. Okay, in your house five was Bret Hart versus British Bulldog. That happened after Survivor Series. It was December show. Then there's Royal Rumble. Been in your house six was uh, Bret Hart versus Kevin Nash in steel cage. Okay, because um, it was Bret Hart versus Undertaker at the Royal Rumble in '96, and Kevin Nash screwed him out of that one. It was the return bit of that. Anyway, um, so yeah, I just feel like. By having that third hour is something different, just something a bit more adult, like adult based. Like, stop trying to please everyone.
0: Yeah, but like we... what? Like what? Give me an example of, of an angle you'd run that's adult based or a theme you'd have because you you can't just say I've adult based. Yeah.
1: Well, what 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 would you do? Let's have a think.
0: Because I've got actual examples here. I oh, know
1: you you've taken this very seriously.
0: My. I mean, I did it ten minutes before
1: we recorded, yeah, I and know. you can <laughs> tell some of it. But yeah. So. I think the problem with WBE and it's getting worse and worse is that they do try and it's the broad stroke isn't it they're trying to please everyone so you you keep that first two hours like i've said like that then your third hour just look like you've bought half the indie companies going around that focused on stuff like this have people have an actual like dispute with each other like you've got two guys feuding and have it be a bit more serious than poop jokes and silly stuff and just contract signings where it gets a bit heated you have two guys who've got a serious issue going in there, and have them have a decent wrestling match that doesn't have a ton of ad breaks in it. And I know, I'm, I guess I'm, I don't want to say like go full New Japan with it because that wouldn't work for WWE programming. But just have something that's not like all the stuff we've picked out the last few weeks, like the storylines and how they've, like, I, I can't go too much in, down that route because that's one of my other points. But there's a bad habit with their storylines that they feel like, oh, we need to keep people at a level and we'll make we'll have ridiculous stuff to lessen some things. Just have two guys who just want to fight each other and say for that stuff, third hour. But your first two hours are your typical raw stuff. And just try and create something a bit different out of that third hour.
0: Okay. So do you want to know what my first suggestion is? Yeah. Midgets. Right? No, because it's not... I don't just want to say like, it's um like, just, just chuck mid- midgets out there, although that would be interesting. Now, do you mean just midgets, or do you mean midgets and dwarves? Uh, Well, this one I want to get on to. So, do you know, like, you've got the 205 Live division yeah. where it's two, £205 pounds and below. Yeah. Well, the midgets would have their own division, and it'd have a height limit... So, um, like maybe i will sit like three and a half foot. Do you reckon four foot?
1: I know. I I always make the joke that my mum's probably might be legally a dwarf. And how how tall is she? She's four eleven. Yeah, four foot. Then I don't think
0: your mum's yeah. as short as you. She she is quite short. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think I, that's a joke. So I don't think that she actually is a dwarf. I know
1: less than five foot is probably fair for athletic. For like. If you consider it an athletic contest, because you want someone who, like, you could have the tallest dwarf in the division, and he's still half the size of most like of the, the like the a a great wrestler.
0: Carly of the dwarfs.
1: Yeah, yeah. So if you get like, if you said it were four eleven, like, how many wrestlers can you think of in history who aren't little people wrestlers who are four eleven? Okay, so
0: so that's that's the midget division yeah. four eleven. So it's 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 a uh, four eleven live is their brand, um, and. John, You had know, like a veteran, like in, uh, what's he called? Brian Kendrick coming yeah. in. Well, that's Dink. Tiger Jackson. Yeah, Dink, Dink's knocking about. out. Uh, we bring Hallswoggle back. Uh, when ratings eventually drop, we bring Hallswoggle back to boost him again.
1: Well, you'd think that they'd eventually build to WLC
0: too. That, that'd be a shout. But what I think is the best use WWE has ever used with midgets, ever... And I,
1: W L C is up there, but it's not quite right. It's because you know, no, W L C actually turned out to be a half decent <laughs> match. <laughs> it was, it, against it, all like better judgment, it turned out pretty good.
0: The best thing they ever do with midgets, or ever did do, is Joe you know and wrestlers were trying to get on each other's nerves, and then so they bring out a dwarf version. Yes. Right. So every wrestler on the roster has got his own little mascot. That's a dwarf that dresses like Mini Me. So everyone's got a <laughs> Mini Me. Don't matter if you're Roman Reigns. It doesn't matter if you're Heath Slater. You've got a mini B. And your mini B wrestles on this show. <laughs> so,
1: are you suggesting that we to improve can, ratings... We boost the roster even more. That they have... They could literally use the same script... <laughs> yes. But with mini-me's. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Do you not think it'd be funny seeing... I think it's it's a step... Right, I, I want to be very clear about how I'm saying this, so I'm okay. having to think about it. It's a step in the right direction after you brought up the Mandingo Fight League again. <laughs> but it's still on the wrong side of the line. I want to make that part very clear. You, you're walking in the right direction, but you're still well over that side of the line.
0: <laughs> no, but I wanting to include this disability. I'm saying let's be inclusive. Yeah, that that's the
1: positive side of it. Yeah. But... Is your genuine reason because you have a genuine affinity for little people wrestling, or is it because you want to laugh at the little people? I mean, if I if I get enjoyment out of it, <laughs> then that's just a bonus. Yeah, you're like those people who go to women's wrestling shows and say they only do it because they love women's wrestling, <laughs> when actually just like, oh, she's fit. <sighs> I mean, I don't I don't want to stiff horsewoggles trunks,
0: mate. I'm not that bad. By his ring gear. Yeah.
1: I'm buying it because she wore it for a very important <laughs> match.
0: Of course you are. <laughs> uh, yeah, so midgets, that's my that's my, <laughs> that's my uh, contribution <laughs> so far.
1: Okay. So I guess it's my turn again. Yeah. So my number two, and I, I nearly... Oh, no. The thing I nearly went into is my third point. I, I've tried to stagger them. My next one, in argument with the wildcard thing that happened this week, which is, as we pointed out on Wednesday ridiculous <laughs> stick to the brand split and use it to differentiate the shows at the best of the brand split and i'm i'm thinking 2004 2005 ah, graham will be annoyed at me saying at what era i'm specifically aiming well, at give
0: me some examples of some stuff and i'll try to help you out with what the build-up
1: to wrestlemania 20 wrestlemania 20 was in 2004 okay so around 2003 2004 when raw was kind of like it was your superstar show raw had evolution and triple h doing all his you know burying everyone and stuff but it was still its own thing but then smackdown was written by paul heyman and was much more of a it, it was such a different feel of a show and it kind of goes back to what i was making point one about had the last hour of raw slightly different here I'm saying, use your brand split to create two distinct brands rather than having two interchangeable things that don't matter because people can just show up whatever and just go, Look at the world card! Um, so yeah, like 2003, especially when Heyman was booking, was a really good example of how Smackdown and Raw were very different shows. They were under the same banner overall, but the feel of the two shows was much better. I, I, Smackdown was more of the wrestling show and it felt like it was going that way last year for a while. But then this year, it's taking a tumble down that way. You just have people running in on matches continuously and no actual rhyme or reason behind what's happening.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think differentiating the show would probably... The show the two shows would probably be more interesting.
1: Cause I, I know there's always a trend between the two shows and the ratings because whenever Raw drops, SmackDown drops because people don't differentiate them enough. And I don't think this new brand split has really gone far enough with the differentiation. But... There was a point where Raw and SmackDown kind of had unique, rate, like unique audiences. Of course, you don't want the audiences to be completely unique. So when you have your mixed brand pay per views, everyone's like, "Well, I'm tuning in for SmackDown stuff, but I don't really care about this stuff." You you want some synergy there, I guess, but you want it to be un- a unique selling point rather than something that happens every other week.
0: Yeah, well, they they tried it though. Uh relatively recently.
1: But they gave up on it so quickly yeah, before so, it, before it actually set in because so do you know
0: when I, they launched two hundred five Live yeah and they had the cruise weights on Raw. Yeah. They tried it. But I think that what they the way they did it, and we we rinsed or I rinsed it yeah. through on this show, was it, it was stupid, is they were like, Oh yeah, the cruise weights are they're, exclu- they're exclusive to Raw. And then they'd have cruise weight matches on RAW where they would retape the ropes and, yeah uh and, and bring bring the wrestlers out, but and I'm pretty sure they had purple lighting as well. Yeah. But then for me, that what that did was that said, oh, this isn't part of Raw. No. Because it's not with red ropes with all the Raw branding. Yeah. So this, I, I this think... is those
1: other books This is this is Shotgun Saturday Night when they had Christopher Daniels on those few times. So.
0: Yeah. So I think they tried it, but I think their their way of doing it is not the way that we're talking about.
1: We're taught. So if if like five is your middle line doing it with 205 live is dropping down to f- two or three yeah. whereas we're talking about differentiate it up to seven or eight so it's your main stars on two separate shows doing different things like have raw still as your like i'll, I'll say do raw however you want are you doing it now but i've smacked down again as like advertise it as this is for wrestling fans and have it as just differentiate, they'll the never brands. do that, yeah. They'll <laughs> never do it, and they, they've they started moving that direction, they started focusing a bit more on the in ring stuff on SmackDown. And then they were like, Oh, yeah, but you know, let's just have as usual stuff. And I mean, they've never fully gone with this brand split since they've done it, really. Like, even when the brands were still differentiated and the brands were still different, they would literally copy storylines from Raw and doing them again on SmackDown. I mean absolute at riot squad <laughs> like they did the exact same storyline on both shows, like there's just no thought or reason they've just got two shows to sort of got I think the problems, especially in the recent years, originally when they did it, it was a solution to a problem that they worked with, whereas now it's just a solution to a problem that they're not work, that they're just thinking is that's that all we need to do is just create two shows to fit in the m- huge talent roster we've got. Whereas before they did it, right, we need to figure out a way of splitting this talent roster up because we've got so many guys and there's no way of featuring them all, but let's make the shows unique. And they haven't done that in this new brand split, and I think that could be a way. Because ultimately, if you do bring new audience to one of the shows, like there's going to be a bit who think, well, I'll watch the other show occasionally and see what it's like. And, And you've got two unique audiences that you can build on. Instead, we've got the same tired people who somehow managed to watch five hours of programming in two days that isn't very good.
0: My uh, next one is, uh, do you remember in the Attitude Era, Dan, that you remember fondly, uh, the best belt in the Attitude Era was the hardcore belt? Yes. Every belt 24-7 rules. Every belt. Women's Tag Team, NXT belt, um, WWE Championship, Universal Championship. Every belt twenty four seven.
1: I could see some problems with that. <laughs> right, go on. What's your first problem? I mean, I, I literally just said five hours. Oh, five hours of TV is a bit much. Yeah. Imagine if you then had to keep con- keep an eye on their YouTube channel. Well, that's the thing. Some like
0: stuff. now, social media thing. You've got Facebook Live. You've got Twitter. You've got uh, YouTube. You've got Periscope. You've got Tout. Like you could just, you could just any time, like. Brock Lesnar, when he was the universal champion, he was just, like, hunting on his ranch wherever he lives. Can you imagine if, like, Seth Rollins went up with his camera phone and he's like, I'm going to win the belt, and he dives in, and then Brock Lesnar rifles him in head. <laughs> Boom, dead. Think, think <laughs> of the angles you've got there. But then, because it's a different universe, Seth Rollins, he just goes on to NXT next week. They killed him off on Raw, but he's on NXT now. Boom. <laughs> and they give 24-7 rule for the US title. North America title. Boom.
1: The only issue I have with this is I don't see how that improves ratings on Raw and SmackDown. You're literally creating a way for more people to pay attention to their social media because channels. you never
0: know when it's going to happen. You just never know.
1: Like, like what? I mean, it... This week they literally had WWE title matches on both Raw and SmackDown.
0: Yeah, they did. But then, what if after Kofi Kingston retained his title, somebody just ran down and was just like right, right, right was just carrying on, and then somebody else was, and then it just it just carries on and it just <laughs> doesn't stop There's non-stop
1: title matches but it'd get every title is on the line at the same time <laughs> all the time forever but then do you not remember what happened with the hardcore title yeah they ruined it and stopped it it got boring that's why. no it didn't <laughs> it didn't get boring you
0: tell telling me it was boring when bradshaw was the champion or when tommy <laughs> dreamer turned it into a license plate that was the glory days <laughs>
1: I'm finding it hard to argue with this one. So we're going to say every belt on the line at all times. I mean, we can we can send it up the pipeline and see what happens. Right. Here's the thing.
0: So this week on Raw, Vince came out and we're like, oh, we're going to do the wild card. If Vince came out and said, right, the way we're going to shake things up is every belt is on the line
1: forever and you could just challenge it any time, wherever. Maybe as a, uh, a way to make this more about improving the... Pardon? Improving the ratings on Raw and SmackDown. What if Vince came out on Raw next week and said, we're going to have a new annual tradition um, this week? The Purge. Yeah, it'll be that, The Purge. Oh, well, I'll write that down. We'll call it, we'll call it The Purge. Okay. <laughs> but both the Universal and WWE titles are... The 24-7 rule will last for the entire three hours of Raw this week. So at any point during the three hours, we could have a title change or we could have something. I mean, the belts are kind of meaningless anyway. So it's not going to ruin that. No, any further. they mean
0: more if they change more, because <laughs> there's more champions.
1: But yeah, like if you had a raw, a raw once every so often where they went right, it, it's a purge episode. <laughs> like you could even do it where it's like all titles are twenty four seven for this episode. The un- the only stipulation I'll put on it is you've got the pinning ring. So then you have that where like the champions there like hiding away backstage, and then someone attacks him and tries to drag it ring, but then he escapes. But then later on in the show, like tag champions come out and cut a promo, but then someone comes in and Moller and pins him, but he's not got a tag partner. So, how's that working? You just have this absolute chaotic episode that then could then the next I mean, week. It ruins the rest of the weeks, that episode. Well, no, because the thing that happens is ne- next week you've got to tune and see how they figure it all out after that. Like, how how do you recover from three hours of utter chaos where like, literally, anything could happen for three hours. Next week, I'm going to tune in to go, like, right, how do they fix the guy who's won the tag titles by himself? And, like, the Intercontinental Championship changed hands three times, and he'll want it back. And you've got a bunch of... It's an easy way to create, like, six months worth of storylines in one night, which is something they struggle to do because they barely keep their storyline going one month. <laughs> you've just got a Like, you could have, like, say... Roman Reigns is in an international champion and he gets attacked like five times through the show. People trying to get the title off him. And eventually, the last guy beats him. Because he's been beaten down by four people, he's managed to just survive it through the night. And then he comes out next week, he's like, I'm going to get my title back, but I'm going to take out every single person. He didn't beat me, that it took all five of them to beat me. So I'm going to beat all five of them. And it becomes a thing where each like for a few weeks he's hunting the first guy and he techs him out finally, then the second guy, then the third guy, and you've got a story of him building his way back up to get his title back. There, easy. You've got some compelling television there. So are you saying that it's a good idea? With some refinement, it's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> you just have to ref- it's like it's like it's like good sugar, you have to refine it. <laughs> okay. So it really, you know, Make sure you get diabetes and end your life early. <laughs> like I'm obviously aiming for, with my builder's tea I'm having right now. That's the only analogy I could think of, my brain's not working. Well,
0: I hope your brain is working, because it's your turn to um, to get, give it, give an idea.
1: Oh, this one, the third one is my last one and my most simple one. Yeah, you've only got three?
0: Yeah. Oh, I've got
1: quite a few more. So yeah. uh, go You're going to have to reel them all off. Okay. Number three, stop treating wrestlers like jokes. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's all right to have one or two, but yeah, yeah. on the
1: most part, I agree. And the main, the main thing of this is, you've had so many guys, and it's something we've continually complained about on this show. People coming up from NXT, or people debuting, or people coming back from injury, and they'll have a strong week or two. A strong week, a strong week is normal. Two weeks is lucky. But how many people did Dolph Ziggler kill in the past two years? <laughs> like Bob- Bobby Roode. Yeah. Nakamura. But it's because... Arguably Drew McIntyre. It's because they're brought up and instantly made to look like they're not good enough for the main roster. And this isn't a revolutionary idea, I know. But you see so many people come in and they're like, oh, this hot new talent is debuting. And then they get beat for a few months. And then they have to work their way back up to be worthy. And no one cares by that point. Like, look at EC3. Like I know that I know you and Graham have your opinions on impact and stuff like that, but EC3 is a very capable talent. Right, I have my opi- just
0: not to speak for Graham. I have my opinions on impact. However, your, I know what one that gets No, no, the, no, the 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 booking of talent, regardless of where they came from, mm. infuriates me. Yeah. Like, so it he, I don't know why they're treating him like crap. Like the but, worst part about it,
1: like have you seen Do Fightful? At all. No, do I don't, know what, I, what it? It, well, I don't know what it is. It's a news site. They do MMA news, but the, their wrestling section is really good okay. as well. But they did a feature story on the fact that um, I think it was two years ago, mm-hmm. when EC3 was still on, it impacted on the Indies. Psycho Sid was supposed to wrestle for AIW. And he no showed on the day because of Donald Trump's travel ban. That was the reason he gave. Okay. So, on a whim, the guy who ran it text EC3 saying hey do you fancy coming to my show and pretending to be Psycho Sid and EC3 went yeah <laughs> they found him a wig <laughs> cut off jeans and had him pose as Psycho Sid for the entire show and do the do the meet and greet that Psycho <laughs> Sid was supposed to do and he's got a ridiculous amount of charisma like he's genuinely a funny guy if you watch interviews with him and stuff he's got all the charisma you need Man, got I used to look. watch him in NXT yeah. when it was good when he was Derek Bateman like... He's, he's such a capable talent. And what's he done since being brought up to the main roster for his big run? He lost to Cedric Alexander this week. Oh, he won main event this week, luckily. Oh, yeah. But yeah, nothing. And there's so many talents like up and down the card who've had this done to them. The only ones who haven't had it done to them yet, I don't think, is Alistair Black and Ricochet. I mean, they're even, even people who are long established, because they've got some gripe, because they won't re-sign their contracts that have still got a year on them, they're trying to ruin the revival at the moment. They're literally... Like, the just... revival of my boys. We said Top Guys out together. So. Yeah, but um, how do you feel about them doing the uh, thing where they got Icy Hot put on inside of the trunks and all that stuff, and they had to act like the balls were burning? Um... Well, that's annoying, but I'll tell you what's more annoying is
0: the Usos all of a sudden changed the character moving from SmackDown to yeah. Raw.
1: <laughs> the Usos' characters were awesome, but now they're doing the cartoony stuff again. Yeah. And people are tuning out like... Usos and Raw have no interest to in me because they're just doing cartoony stuff. But Usos, on, when they're on Smackdown, this this were a team that was slightly differentiated. They're that serious edge to them and stuff. And like, I were excited in case they didn't resign the contracts about all the matches they could have on the Indies. They could still do that, but you wouldn't want them doing the cartoony stuff. But there's so many talent that get ruined just by bad booking. And like like I said, I wasn't aware that this happened. But I wasn't, I'm not a big fan of what Sami Zayn's been doing these last few weeks. I don't think it's the best use of his talent. Even though it is his own idea and he's running with it, it's fine. He wrote his promos. But then to just have him chucked in a bin, like we said, that, that CM Punk level bucket, like CM Punk <laughs> in UFC style, it's not getting pinned. The biggest one in the past 10 years, Nexus. Okay. Th- that's the biggest example I can think of how awesome was the opening night of Nexus you yeah, remember yeah. every single detail of that it was brilliant Yep. so perfectly done what happened in their first match well
0: what? I'm guessing they got beat
1: it was the Survivor Series, the SummerSlam match
0: is that the one where Daniel Bryan came back the
1: group match where Daniel Bryan came back but John Cena beat two of them or maybe three of them by himself and submitted Wade Barrett finally the leader of the group is that the one where
0: um, he got ddt'd outside the ring or somewhere they yes. dive back in and yeah that's the yeah. one where i think jericho and edge yeah campaigned they they... against him doing it
1: yeah and afterwards he said maybe you were right about it but they killed nexus off like that was the coolest angle they've done in years it's the coolest angle outside of the the thing at the pipe bomb promo like it's it's natural an angle they did that worked and they ruined it themselves within a month or two yeah It's just absolutely ridiculous. They've got this bad habit of doing it. AJ Styles nearly got, like, the first few months of his WWE run was him getting beat by everyone.
0: Or was it called the Pitbull?
1: Yeah, the Pitbull. Yeah. (laughs) It's like when they tried calling out the Black Moody the other week, and just, they just have this bad habit of ruining talents. and Even guys who they seemingly love, like Braun Strowman, he's just in this constant loop of putting people in bins and stuff and not doing anything of value. And they wonder why people aren't bothered about any of the stars. Because they're all tret like absolutely. So they haven't garbage. got stars. Yeah, they haven't got stars. They're only they're superstars in name only. There's very few people who are actually worth a the time. They were lucky that like Becky Lynch had so much crap booked for her in the past few months. They were lucky she was over as she was. She'd be more over if they didn't book a like crap the few past few months. And people like people have already started to die off that one. She's won titles. There's not much more to do with her, but you feel like people have a bit more to grasp hold of if they are a tre are like crap. And I head. mean, I think
0: there's a lot to do with her, mate. She's got
1: two belts. Yeah. So if they may, if they're going down the route
0: of uh, defending both belts every pay per view, she's that... like
1: she's like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Is if in that promo where Steve Austin came out in his shirt and tie like Vince wanted him to, if he did, if Stone Cold didn't stun Vince at the end of it, that's yeah. what Becky Lynch's run has been. And it's just, and it's just this thing about like they have to bring back old stars because that's the only way they can get a draw. Because they were, they aren't booked like crap. Book, like it, book Seth Rollins like he's Goldberg. Like, like you book Goldberg of a year. That's the best booking I've seen of a guy in years, and it, it feels like it was almost wasted because it was on the guy who's only around for four matches. Ah, he's gonna have another match. Yeah, his fifth match will be coming up soon. Can't wait, but Saudi Arabia. Yeah, like, Book one of your regular talents like you do Brock Lesnar. Like it, it, seems really easy. Just literally go to him and go, you see this bloke here, this Braun Strowman bloke, who is quite big in that, and he's got he's got some talent. Why don't you book him like Brock Lesnar? Like, have him have him only wrestle once every few weeks, like once every month or so. Try not have him wrestle on Raw and SmackDown as often. Have him just like backstage doing a promo or something, or just have him in front of a crowd briefly attacking someone, and then save him. And just have those moments with him. But you've got him regularly. You don't have to say, oh, you've, you've only got three dates left on your contract but we'd really like you to do these next five Raws." Could you, could we give another $3 million to do it? No, you've got these guys under contract. You're not getting them health insurance. You're not getting them much else. One of the guys is complaining on the interviews that he can barely pay his road expenses and he's been frozen out. Like, they've not got what else to do. Book them like they're actually mean, they are actually mean something and fans will make them mean something.
0: I'm surprised that Brawl Strowman hasn't the belt by now.
1: It's because they don't know what to do with him.
0: I mean, they've booked. I would say if they wins it now, it's a bit late, but it, it was very, very over.
1: Yeah, they missed the chance to pull trigger on him. I think it was the two times Brock beat him. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard to come back from like getting beat by the guy who's only there once every few months. Yeah, but it's just that like just book the guys like they're like they're on more money. You don't have to pay them more money, but you can book them like they are. And they'll go along with it because they've got no better to do because they can't go anywhere else. And people will think, well, they're a star because look at them. They're killing people. And it would just be so much easier and people would tune in to see these people instead of going, oh, what's Roman... Well, Roman Reigns isn't a fair example at the moment. Uh, what's uh, Drew... Like, Graham. Graham sat there. He's like, I love Drew McIntyre. He's Scottish like me. Uh, I love watching Drew McIntyre. What's he doing this week? Oh, he's in a tag match again. Oh, he's taking pinfall again. Oh,
0: he's in a haggis on a pole match. That's yeah. my next idea! <laughs> <Nice>.
1: <laughs> but yeah, it's... I know none of my ideas have been, like, life-changer or anything, but, like, this one's a big one that I feel needs drilling home. Stop treating... Like, if there's... if you call them superstars, treat them like superstars. And maybe give them health insurance too while we're at it. That's how I end it.
0: Okay, so if you want a life-changer one... And one that, at the end of it, they'll need life... They'll, they'll wish that they had health insurance. um. So, we've had the Mae Young classic. Mm. Yeah. We've had... Uh, the, we have the Dusty classic. Yeah. What about the Steve Blackman classic?
1: I was kind of thinking, is he, is he going to say the New Jack classic? Because I'd be down for that. Like, just... Brutal hardcore matches with r- aggressive rap music playing over them. I'd be down for.
0: Well, we we could book that if you want, but uh, I've booked the Steve Blackman Classic. I say <laughs> I've booked it. I've just booked the opening matches, and I've booked a bonus match that would go in between the semi-finals and finals. So I've not. Well,
1: let, let's. We can book w- the to full... end the show because we're only at thirty-seven minutes. We've got a little time here. I, I've got ideas after this, but this is even the best idea. Okay, but I was going to say we could fully book this show. we we'll,
0: we'll book it. We'll book okay. it. We'll do it fine. So. Steve Blackman classic. So I've bought the I've got the opening matches. So we're gonna have to go from there. Okay. So I've got Kurt Angle versus Shane McMahon because I feel like it's a rematch from King of the Ring two thousand and one.
1: Yeah.
0: And they're both solid. Shane McMahon a little bit more solid. So
1: to make it Steve, why is it Steve Blackman classic? Apart, from, is it just they're all solid?
0: They're all solid. Yeah.
1: Is there any special rules to the matches or anything, or is it just that they're all solid? No,
0: you just all you have got to is you've got to be solid. So that's
1: it. Is it just pinfall submission
0: or... Uh, pinfall submission or knockout. Okay. Because some, sometimes you're too solid and you just spark somebody out. You know, like when they're getting a bit lippy and you just knock them out. Yeah. Like that. So Kurt Angle versus of Man. Batista versus Brock Lesnar. Both former MMA fighters.
1: Uh, I'd only let Batista in this tournament. Yeah. Booker T is also in it. He's not. Uh, because, but I, I could take remember, somebody out. Batista started on Booker T at that SummerSlam part, at that SummerSlam advert shoot, and Booker T sparked him out. So uh... okay, well let's change it to Batista
0: versus Booker T because yeah. we don't want to, bu- we don't have that for later on in case the uh, guy- other guys don't go around. And then I'll take somebody out of the other match and put Lesnar in because I feel like Lesnar's
1: got. Yeah, to be Le- Lesnar deserves it. So. This match He might not like getting punched, but he'll maul you to death, which well, is, still makes him solid. This
0: match was originally Ken Shamrock versus Matt Riddle. Then I changed it because I thought matt it's, it's getting a bit too serious now. So I took Matt Riddle out and put Chris Jericho in it because he's notably solid. Uh, well, he started on Brock Lesnar, didn't he? Yeah. But now this works out even better because he started on Brock Lesnar backstage, Brock Lesnar versus Chris Jericho.
1: Okay, but you took Ken Shamrock out. Yeah, because you wanted Booker T in the okay. tournament, so I've had to take. But Ken Shamrock, like, from Pankish, it's from Pancras. No, but really I've, I'm going to move Ken Shamrock to the other match. Okay. But I would also argue Matt Riddle versus Brock Lesnar would be good, because it... Matt Riddle has been continuously campaigning to be the person to retire Brock Lesnar. It would.
0: Do you want to have a good match, or do you want to have a ratings match? Because I feel like.
1: Oh, yeah, that would like be a Brock... ratings match. And I'd, I secretly hope that Brock Lesnar. Would pound Jericho worse We're than did Frank it. Mir? We're booking it. Yeah, mate. he would. Frank Mir's face after the UFC 100 face would be nothing compared to the pile of gloop left behind from <laughs> when he destroys Chris Jericho.
0: <laughs> so the final match of the opening round was going to have Sin Cara in it because he's a notable no, hard he'd, man. He'd... But because don't it... book
1: him in the tournament because yeah, it's it's telegraphing, isn't it? It's, so because we've changed
0: changed it all round, uh, I've put Ken Shamrock in his place take on dan seven
1: hmm. a good old school match yeah i'd have maybe had that in the middle of the bracket well we, like we yeah yeah i'd have that in the middle just because that's not a bracket ending i'd have jericho lesnar at the end just a good old-fashioned destruction you know like in in the first ant-man film i'm, yeah. I'm giving marvel references now Spoilers. what's happened in the first ant-man film when cory stall's trying to get um the shrinking machine to work, but he's trying it on organic material, which isn't how you do it. And he's shrinking those lambs and they just end up as a little pile of goop. That's what Jericho looked like at the end of this match. Except it'd have a bit of black face paint mixed in too because he's doing his raving gimmick. <laughs> so,
0: Angle versus McMahon, who wins that? Angle. So, Angle goes through.
1: I'm obviously going to pick Angle in that
0: one. Uh, Lesnar versus Jericho. Lesnar. So, that means we'd have Lesnar-Angle oh, yes. in the next round. Yeah,
1: I'm happy with that. Uh, Batista, Booker T Booker T Really? Yeah, because Booker T's like He's one of those legit guys He don't have to show it that much And the one time he got tested He proved himself And he, he destroyed a guy who's got MMA experience and all that <laughs> I yeah. like Batista But Previous says Booker T wins that one Uh,
0: Dan Severn versus Ken Shamrock Bear in mind they go on to face Booker T you got you got to book Ken. It's to win.
1: To, yeah, I think Ken wins. I love Dan Seven. I I, I'm, I really do love Dan Seven, but Ken Shamrock wins it.
0: So I'm pretty confident. Um, out of these two semifinals, we've got to have Shamrock versus either Angle or Lesnar, surely, because the dream match in Booker T versus either of them. Booker T's probably wrestled both of them. Yeah. So I'm guessing Shamrock's beating Booker T. Yeah,
1: Shamrock's going. Shamrock's going through.
0: Uh, and then Angle Lesnar. Then who 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 would you want to wrestle Shamrock to be the first ever Steve Blockman Classic Champion?
1: So Lesnar's see the problem now at this point. We know Lesnar's weakness is getting punched. Yeah, but uh, there's no but what,
0: Angle's like, strengths aren't punches though.
1: Yeah, it's it's submission stuff and submission probably leads to Angle's what?
0: got dodgy neck as well.
1: Well, this is the fit. This is where I'm. I'm. I'm trying to think this through logically. Yeah, Angle won a gold medal for wrestling, but Lesnar's such a powerful wrestler. But Kurt Angle won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. And if if we're dream booking this, which I am, okay. and we're dream booking it that these guys are at their prime.
0: Oh, uh, I, I, I was thinking it would all man Angle, but okay.
1: All uh, the all these are current day. Current day makes, I, I if it was if it was prime both of them, like I'm talking like maybe early two thousands Angle and modern-day Lesnar, or any time Lesnar, I'd have Angle.
0: So shall we just shall we just book out? We...
1: Yeah, like...
0: What's more of a dream match? Shamrock versus Lesnar, or Shamrock versus Angle? Shamrock versus Angle. Okay, well, ankle lock versus ankle lock, isn't it? Yeah. So before we book the final, we've got to have a match that separates the semi-finals and finals to give them yeah. a bit of breather. So I've gone for a bonus match. It's the knockout artist versus the submission machine, Cassius Ohno versus Samoa Joe.
1: Oh, I'll be up for like they've had that match before and it was always very good. Wait, but here, wait, okay.
0: Sumo rules.
1: There we go. <laughs> Which it ha- does. It doesn't have to be
0: sumo rules, but
1: but it, let's. It's your thing. Okay, you, you're, you're giving me the parameters here, and I'm okay. working with them. In that case, Samoa Joe has that lower center of gravity, so he would probably win that one. Cassisono is the knockout artist, but. Samoa Joe would be able to just pile in and he'd, he'd win a sumo match between the two.
0: And that would lead to a match later on against Akebona with a big show.
1: The winner of Akebona big show, which was Akebono, so yeah.
0: yeah. Um. So then we've got Angle versus Shamrock in the final.
1: Oh, that'd be a good one. And if we're talking 98 Shamrock versus 2000, early 2000s Angle. Yeah, but we're not. Because we no, do, we're, modern, this is going to be on Raw. Okay, so this is modern day. Uh, so to boost the ratings. Monday, so Shamrock has a lot less mileage on him now, like, and way more steroids, <laughs> and that's the, that doesn't mean allegedly because he's been caught plenty of times and banned multiple times for steroid use. Um, and he came back recently and wrestled two matches. I think Shamrock could take it, just because Angle is, and considering the roads they've had to go through, as much as I'd fancy Booker T to beat Batista. That's got a bit of summit riding on for Booker T. When he comes up against Shamrock, it's not as emotional for him. And I think he'd be a bit... Like, he'd have that adrenaline dump, and Shamrock would have an easy time of it, because he's a professional athlete. So he's had the easier road as well. Angle's just had to take down the beast.
0: Yeah. So, Shamrock. So Shamrock over. Yeah. And he gets presented with the trophy by Steve Blackman himself, because he's not dead.
1: Is it some golden
0: nunchucks? No, uh, the nunchucks are uh, hanging either side of the trophies. It's Steve Blackman's head. Have you ever seen Taskmaster, where it's uh, yeah, Greg Davies's Davies head. head? Yeah. But it's Steve Blackman's head wearing the head cheese thing, <laughs> and then either side of that are the
1: handles, which are nunchucks. So it's a bit like an FA Cup. I'm I'm game for that. Yeah. Yeah. So Ken Shamrock is our first inaugural, <laughs> Steve Blackman, solid cup winner. Steve Blackman Classic. Steve Blackman. Steve Markman Classic. He won the. So- it should be called the Solid Cup. Well, the cup can be called the S- Solid yeah. Cup. It's like it's like the NHL playoffs. It's the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he won the first solid Solid Cup in the Steve Blackman Classic. Yeah. So let's run through your ideas before we leave for today. Okay.
0: So, um, my next idea. I imagine that the um that the uh, network executives aren't that happy with the ratings at the minute. Yeah. So they've gone to Vince and they've said, we're the network, we want a superstar with attitude. He's edgy. He's in your face. You've heard the expression, let's get busy? Well, this is a superstar who gets busy consistently and thoroughly. Which superstar is poochy? (laughs)
1: You mean, Poochie was brought in to boost the ratings. Yeah, so you mean a ga- a character that's brought in to be cool and edgy and new, but in a few weeks people want the classics back, so they kill him off. Yes. Any NXT superstar from the last three years? <laughs> Next question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so th- this is this is my final one, my real final one. Okay, so what I was thinking were what what shows did I like when I was growing up? that were like wrestling, but weren't wrestling. Because I was thinking, like, midnight is, leotards, athleticness, heels, gladiators. <laughs> right? One of my favourite ones on gladiators is the ring one, where they have to, like, like it's that like monkey bars in it, but mm. it's on the rings, you have to go across. But my actual favourite one was the one where there was, like, a big um, runway and the gladiators all stood in the runway, and you had to try and barge your way through to the other side. So what
1: you're suggesting is the first three seasons of NXT. <laughs> I mean, now you say that. <laughs> now you say that. See, the way you were <laughs> hyping that, I thought you were going to say Power Rangers.
0: Oh, okay. well, well, I mean,
1: like, I did like Power Rangers, but I don't know how that works in a wrestling format. I'll tell you how it works. Jushin from Liger. You take a character from another popular from another popular series and you bring him into the wrestling world but with some realistic attributes so it works in the modern day and you create a multi-brand, like, multimedia superstar that people who aren't wrestling fans, who are fans of that show, will tune in to watch on that. And sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you end up with some bad characters. But sometimes you create Jushin Thunder Liger. This will work, though, because I've not just... Morph I'm not just you ripping
0: off Gladiators here. Okay. Um I'm morphing it with a popular show from now as well. So it's a show from the past, a show from the present, on WWE all together, okay? So the format is the belts in the ring Um with the uh, current champion. The challenger has got to get to the ring past all the other heels before he can get in and beat the champion. Okay. Okay. So, it's they've got to get down the ramp, and there's, like, uh, Baron Corbin, and he's got his, like, little stick. stick can that, I take your order, sir? Yeah, he's got his little stick where he like, it's your head and all that, and you've got to get past all them. The very last guy, it's, uh, he's a WCW superstar, and the, the fans all get behind this, because even though he's a heel, like, it's a good reaction... And this is what's more from present day is the catchphrase from this show. They say, bring on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the wall from WCW comes. And it, you have to get past him. You have to get past the wall to get into the ring. Uh, Dan, it's a wall, mate.
1: I, I, I'm going to have to do a fact check on this, but I think he might be dead. Well, that's a bit I don't, I don't know if he is. I I, I will double check this now, Oh, well, that's just got but, very awkward very <laughs> yeah. fast because... Because like, I...
0: this is the wall's crucial to the to the uh, match, Dan. If if the wall's not there, the match can't happen. happen. Because if they say bring on the wall and then there's nobody there,
1: they could just get in the ring. I mean it's not looking good because instantly I'm reading was an American professional wrestler. But... Yeah, that might be he retired might have retired. We'll bring him back from retirement. We'll give him some of that Saudi blood money, it'll be fine. Yep. Is he dead? He died in two thousand three, mate. Oh. Myocardial infraction. Infarction, um I can't read. Uh, that's a heart attack, isn't it? Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, it's a heart attack.
0: <sighs> so, basically, listeners, this show has been <laughs> dedicated to the memory of WCW superstar The War I'm, uh, I, didn't know we de- I didn't know we were dead. <laughs> I didn't know he was dead.
1: I I remember just like I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm I was ninety, like ninety five percent sure. But yeah, it feels a weird. But is there anyone who can put in his place? No, because we're I, <laughs> I, gonna shout. Bring bring on the brawn.
0: Uh, it doesn't it don't, it don't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. The, the match... <laughs> right, match is cancelled. It's cancelled. Much like Gladiators when Nick Aldis were on it, cancelled.
1: <laughs> Could be Bring on the Inferno.
0: Right.
1: Shit, my mic stand keeps... You just swore. Oh, damn it. Oh, what a way to end. Tune in next week for me paying another pound. Yeah.
0: So, we're uh, listeners, hopefully you listen to this on your way to
1: Breed. Uh, yep. If if you listen to it on your way home from Breed, what a good show. Uh, if you listen to it on the way, come say hi, especially to Daryl, even after his rants the last few weeks. he doesn't mean it. He actually does like
0: right, you. I, right, if, but don't sit next to me. <laughs> no, because like, I'll say hello to you, I'll be nice, but like, come on.
1: like <laughs> Play <a> game. <laughs> M- myself and Graham are much nicer. That's why we did the live show and Daryl swanned off to New York instead. Yeah, I was so
0: mad about doing a live <laughs> show, I went to a different country.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's... Let's end it on deaf swearing and you being cranky.
0: Yeah. Uh so it's Facebook.com slash Royal Grumble, twitter dot com slash roll Instagram dot com slash roll Pod, And uh, those w- links
1: are on www.royalgrumble.co.uk. Yeah. Uh
0: say goodbye, Dan. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Daryl. R.I.P. the wall.